What's going on, folks? Welcome back to the Bearded Wisdom Podcast. I am your host, Les McDaniel, and I am pumped to be with you today. Looking forward to diving deep into your soul and learning a lot about who you are. And, well, I can't really, but I want you, I want you to learn about who you are. And my hope is, is that you will begin to see that this show is here to unstick what is stuck, to inspire the uninspired, and to liberate that leader within you. Guys, I can tell you where you can find me all day long, but if you don't go look for me, you're not going to find me on all your favorite social channels, but I'll give you where they are. Go find me on Facebook and Instagram at epicfusion.life, and then go over to TikTok and YouTube and follow me there for a lot of wisdom that's being dripped at Bearded Wisdom, just like this podcast. That's where you will find me, folks. It's an awesome time to truly begin to dive into who you are, breaking free from that chaos that has been all around us over the last few years, and I want to continue down that path today. There comes a time in life where you got to make a decision. You can write your own story or let someone else tell it for you. This is the show for that time. This is Bearded Wisdom with Les McDaniel. us to understand that what's happening in our life is something that is truly unprecedented. We've never experienced anything where we've gone through what we've been through over the last three years. And so there's no surprise that we are going through this time where we are struggling with all sorts of uncertainty. And so the title of these themes over the next few days, maybe weeks, who knows how long it's going to go. I'm going to break free from some of the serious stuff that we got going back here and really focus in on some things that are really close to my heart. But the theme for these, the titles of these, is The Wisdom of Uncertainty. Yeah, you heard me. The Wisdom of Uncertainty. I think it is an important thing for us to begin to, to delve into, especially at a day and age where there's so much going on in our world that just seems to, well, feel like everybody's certain of what's going on and what they know and what they think is wrong and what's right. And we live in this world of, that, that is claiming a lot of black and white territory in our minds a lot of good and evil, and we're doing so within this realm of, well, we can go with these colors. I mean, th th those colors can stand for a lot of things, actually. And, and I'm going to make some unique arguments, I guess you could say. But one of the things I really want to point out here is that where I'm coming from today, I, I want you to, to understand that my heart in, is really not in this world that where I, I come at things with this idea of trying to figure them out. I don't come into this life in such a way where I meet someone and I want to know where you stand so that I know where I stand and that we can stand where we stand. And if it's on other sides of the, the line that's been drawn in the sand, then, then we're going to stand there. No, that's not what life is about. You see, what life is really about is us being curious. It's about us truly being receptive to this thing that we don't really have much control over. And, and I've done this before with you, and I could tell you all sorts of stories around what it, that looks like. But what it really looks like for me is this reality that my heart desires for us to begin to find that place in, within us that is an overlap. The things that we have in common, that thing that is within you that I share, the breath that we breathe out and the trees take in and then they breathe back out and we, then we recycle this whole thing. If we're really honest, what I'm going to even talk about today is nothing but regurgitated material. It's not something that I came up with. 
Now, I may have a unique view of how I put pieces of information together, and so may you. And I totally understand that that's a legitimate thing for us to discuss. However, what I find is that the more I dive into things that I think I know, the more that I realize I really just have no clue whatsoever. What's right for me may not be right for you. And, and I can hear all of my friends who come from my, my heritage, the Christian faith, and, and I have Jewish brothers that I care so deeply about, and I can hear them also saying, but lest there is this thing called right and wrong, there is this path that is narrow that we must follow. I won't say that you're wrong. That'd be silly, considering where we're at at this particular juncture. But what I would say is, who gets to choose? If I say that I follow a path that is the Christian path, who's to say that we actually even see that in an eye-to-eye fashion? And so I really want us to take a pause and put pump the brakes a little bit on our on our world as we dive into these stories. And but first, I want to I think there's a beautiful way to kind of launch this. And I, I probably should have just started here, but this is a, a a chapter in the book. And it yeah, it's a little bit of a play on words. But the wisdom of insecurity by Alan Watts. And in his first chapter, he launches us off into this discussion very very cleanly. And I think it's a beautiful way of, for us to be able to see this. By all outward appearances, our life is a spark of light between one eternal darkness and another. Nor is the interval between these two nights an unclouded day, for the more we are able to feel pleasure, the more we are vulnerable to pain. And whether in the background or foreground, the pain is always with us. We have been accustomed to make this existence worthwhile by the belief that there is more than the outward appearance, that we live for a future beyond this life here. For the outward appearance does not seem to make sense. If living is to end in pain, incompleteness, and nothingness, it seems a cruel and futile experience for beings who are born to reason, hope, create, and love. Man, this was written a while back, so forgive me. Man and woman, I'm adding, as a being of sense wants their life to make sense. And he or she has found it hard to believe that it does so unless there is more than what they see unless there is an eternal order and an eternal life behind the uncertain and momentary experience of life and death. Now, as we go into this, I really want you to put this in perspective for for just a second. All the bold claims that you've made, all the beliefs that you made really strong claims about, I don't care if it's a political belief. I don't care if it's a religious belief. I don't care if it's a family belief, something that you were, you were taught growing up. What you need to realize is, is that there was a, a point in, in your life, prior to your life, and a point that is absolutely 100% coming, which is your death. And this darkness he talks about, this, this short span of t- time between these two elements of darkness the only and, and I don't mean this in some sort of negative way, and it may even sound a little bit sad to, to be talking about this. You may be a little depressed by this, but but it's a, I think it's a truly enlivening thing to really begin to be real about what we're talking about. This space that we live, this 75 to 100, and sometimes for, for some of us, it's less than that. And for some of us, we're hoping it's a lot longer than that. We hope to, to skirt death for another 30 to 50 years in this new movement of, of people who are truly, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not going to turn it away if it can happen, but many of us are chasing after more life because we're so fearful of what 
that other side of our life is. And so we come into this world not knowing anything. And as far as we know, we leave this world not having anything left to know. That there is, that there's really this uh, two sides of knowing and unknowing that we're playing into during this small speck of time that we are in existence. Now, why am I talking about this? Well, I think today that you may be one of those who are following someone. Maybe it's a, a party that, that follows the red, or maybe it's the party that follows the blue, or maybe it's one that follows the cross, or maybe it's one that, that looks at the Ohm symbol and finds it as a spiritual space for you to be at peace. And there's a lot of belief systems around those things. Maybe you have an entirely different way of looking at things than other people, and you claim that as your truth. And today what's happening is, is even in the moment of freedom, the the ability to, to freely express yourself, the moment that you start to express yourself, you can see this when, you, when we talk about the gender challenges that we're, we're seeing playing out between us. This conflict that's arising between those of us who may say that we are a he or a she and believe that those are the only two categories. And those of us who may say, well, no, I, I can be whatever. I can be a they, them, or I can be a non-binary or whatever it is. The moment that we start to express ourselves freely, we expect other people to wrap their whole lifestyle in, in, in a conforming fashion to what we now believe. And when they don't, we start to make claims of, of this normality of what we think things should be. And there's a breaking point for us in this conversation that we, we can't miss. And, and that breaking point is that the truth of our existence is we just don't know. The words, I don't know, and the idea of uncertainty is such a beautiful experience to live into when you can truly begin to understand that what that takes for what that means for us is that there's not a whole lot that we really have to be in control of. And I can hear everybody screaming today, wait a second, Les, we do have to control some things. We do have to control how much money we make. We do have to take care of our families. We do have to make sure we raise good kids. We do, we do, we do, we do. And I can tell you for a fact that I can tell you story after story, there's not much that we can truly, truly claim as absolute truth. And even and even that is, is one of those that I'm claiming it loosely because maybe there is, but I certainly haven't found it. The questions that arise really come from some examples of, of some stories that I want to share with you that are, are playing out. And this, this may be something that you've already heard before, but Alan Watts tells another story that I, I love to tell about a Chinese farmer. And I may butcher the story, but the point of the story will come across just fine. There was a Chinese farmer who had a horse. And one day this horse took off running and, and left and ran away. And, and his busybody neighbors all came running over and said, oh no, what poor luck you had. Your horse is gone. And the farmer looks at everyone and he says to them, hmm, maybe. And he progresses down the, the line of just trusting and, and they all go home and he, he sits at home. And the next day, all the, his horse returns and along with him, several stallions and mares that, that follow him. And, and all of the, the neighbors come over and go, oh, what great fortune you have. Look at this. You're, you've got all these horses now. And he looks at them and he says, oh, maybe. 
Well, the next day, his son goes out and he's actually trying to train these horses. He's He is trying to break these horses. And as he does, he falls and he actually breaks his leg in the process. And he gets put into the bed and, and he's bedridden and he's being taken care of by a doctor. And all the neighbors come over and say, oh, what poor fortune you have, dear farmer. I can't believe this. And he looks at them and he says, eh, maybe. And the next day, the army comes in to recruit his son because he's an able-bodied son that, that is ready to go, except this time his leg's broken. And the army can't take him because they're not really, he's not ready to go. He's not, he's not fit for service. And all the neighbors come over and they say, oh, what great fortune. And the story continues along these lines where you get this response from the Chinese farmer, which is, eh, maybe. I don't know if you've experienced this before, where you've maybe you've gotten that job that was your dream job, the thing that you couldn't believe that you you actually landed. It is all the money you wanted. It was the exact role that you wanted. It it was the right balance of 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 everything that you've ever dreamed. You a little bit of travel, a little bit of staying home, but in the process, maybe you meet that person that totally just totally destroys you and your career because of the way that you show up in life. And they're, they're threatened by you. And all of a sudden you're canned and now you don't have a job. Or maybe, maybe but you, you go on this great trip. I can, this is from experience. I can tell you of, a, of an, something that happened to us in our life where Heatherly went on a long trip to New Zealand for one of our daughter's 16th trips with our, my father-in-law. And it was a beautiful trip. And she came back, and then we immediately went on another trip to Hawaii, another very long plane trip. And upon arriving back home within a week or so, she all of a sudden had blood clots as a result of a disorder that she has. And the flights that she was on are said to be contributing factors to what caused the nerves, I mean, the the blood vessels to be pinched off in her back. And And it led to a blood clot that led to a stroke that led to some other health issues. You just never know the things that we claim as the life or good or or awesome or epic or whatever. How on the other side of that, what could happen as a result of things that we may call good? And on the same light, we can I can tell you story after story after story of friends of mine who had horrible experiences. I have a I have a friend who was a drug addict, and and now today. That life, I mean, imprisoned kind of drug addict. He sold drugs. He he was a drug addict. He and, and landed himself in prison. Got all the tats to prove it. And yet today, his mission in life is to serve in the addiction community. I mean, and he's living this beautiful life of being supportive to those who have been where he's been, who have gone through that darkness. And we want to go into this and we want to call these things as in, in harsh judgmental ways of, of things that we just can't do. I was talking to another friend today who was telling me about a, an insurance company. It's not really an insurance. It's, a, it's one of the share plans. And I, I don't want to get, we won't name the names, but it's a religious organization. And they cover everything that, that you're going through at a, at a small fee, as long as it doesn't have some sort of sin connection. And I couldn't believe this statement. I couldn't believe this idea that if someone was caught, like has some sort of mess up and it falls into what we would call wrong, that, that this thing that we're contributing to and that we're paying for 
that they would not be willing to pay for your insurance or pay for your bills. And it's mind-boggling to me that we live in a world like that today, where we are so aggressively bent on the lines that we draw in the sand, that we eliminate and, and, and turn away others in our world. If we were held to that same standard by, by the, whatever created this whole thing, how many things would, would, would you be turned away for if you're really honest with yourself? And this is part of the thing about the wisdom of uncertainty. You see, when we can live our lives in such a way where we are like the farmer, where we tap into the values that we desire to live into, but we trust that there are other people who have different ways of life, then, then well, we find that that be, is something that we can understand to be unique for them. I really hope that you can understand that what's really happening here is that true wisdom lies within uncertainty. And I think it's a beautiful place for us to end today and move forward into something else awesome tomorrow. And let's start with this. I don't know is the basis of wisdom. And I cannot tell you how excited I am for you to continue down this journey with me. Peace to you. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Bearded Wisdom Show. You got a buddy or friend who needs to hear this. Please send him a link. And don't forget to hit that follow button so you can come back and hang out with Les every day.